0: Also, heating and air coaches corner fueled by chick-fil-a and donut country on fm 101.9 fm 100.5 am 1450 streaming at wgns sports.com and our iphone and android apps
1: this portion of the show is brought to you by middle tennessee electric little caesar's pizza
0: craig's tax service
1: and franklin's print works
0: Thank you Dalton. John Ding is back with you here on the Prentice House of Heating and Air Coach's Corner, our first of 2020. And uh, Coach Matt Williams of the Smyrna Bulldogs joins me and Matt, I wasn't for sure we'd get here, but we're here.
1: Yeah, we are and I'm thankful, John. It's uh, you know, it was a lot of a lot of worrying uh, about what was going to happen, but it's uh, nice to actually have some tackle football going on.
0: You know, it took a lot of people, I know, to, to get to this moment, and we've got our fingers crossed that things go well enough that we can get through the season uh, because, quite honestly, and Coach uh, Kreisky brought it up uh, when we were talking with him about the spring sports being canceled pretty much. That's pretty devastating to kids. I mean, they, they need the – whether you're for in-person school or not or whatever anybody thinks, those kids need socialization of some kind, and, and, and I know it's particularly that way in football.
1: It is, you know, my heart uh, really hurt for those kids in the spring. Uh, I can't imagine, you know, I, uh, I thought about what if it happened to me, or, you know, I, I couldn't even imagine it because we always grew up playing something all the time. And, you know, kids need structure, too. You know, that's the thing, that the structure went away, and I, that's the thing that I worry the most about because kids need that and, uh, you know, take that out of their lives. It's sort of a dangerous thing when you're, you know, a teenager. But uh, I'm, I'm grateful that we have an opportunity here, you um, to have a season and look forward to it
0: i know that you you guys uh smyrna in particular, have had some issues with uh scheduling due to the fact i think one of the problems is metro's not playing until after the uh, september or um, hopefully that's when they're going to start and uh that's been kind of a headache as well hasn't it
1: it has i mean you're not used to having to scramble to find games uh in late july or early august um you know we got Lucky, uh, East Nashville, we were supposed to open up at East Nashville on the 21st, but uh, obviously they couldn't play. uh, So we were able to get uh, JP2 on the schedule for next week, uh, which is going to be a a great challenge. You know, they're a private school. that's going to be very well prepared. Uh, And then our September 4th game against Overton was affected. Uh, You know, that was going to be our first region game. And uh, we actually decided not to replace that game because the only time we could have moved it back would have been on fall break, and uh, just to be quite honest, our depth right now is a concern of mine, and I feel like uh, you know maybe two bye bi- bi- weeks to help us this year, and that's sort of how we looked at it. So we made the decision not to replace that game. We're going to play nine games.
0: You know, I was talking to Brian about that, and and I, I and I didn't know your situation with depth, but I thought you know that can lead to you know you don't you want to play, and you don't want to have sure. an off week, but. Health-wise and that kind of thing, uh, it doesn't hurt sometimes, does it?
1: It doesn't. I mean, we'd have moved them back on fall break. First of all, playing on fall break, I've never been a fan of. Yeah. Uh, it would have been sandwiched right in between Cane Ridge and Ravenwood. Uh, so we felt like it was just the best decision was not play that week. And, um, you know, it's just a decision I felt like was the best for us. Uh, right now, some people might agree, some people might not. But we felt like it was a good decision for us.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the Smyrna Bulldogs. Uh, you know, every time, every year, you've got somebody you lose for, to graduation, and that's always a blow, but they have, they've got people, you've got people that uh, have to pick it up, you know, and, and, and replace these guys. Let's start with the offense, first of all, and let's go with the quarterback position.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've had a good battle, actually, between Landon Midler and Tavian Tig. I mean, I've been very, very impressed with Tavian Tig. You know, Tavian. Uh, got hurt as a sophomore, broke his leg, you know, the, right at the start of the year, that year, uh, had to have surgery, had to have plates, nine yards put in there, and uh, did not get a uh, spring, you know, a spring football season and in the sophomore year, got thrown in the fire last year, and he struggled early on, and I don't put that on tape, and I put it on, you know, he was injured, he didn't get a lot of uh, reps, and uh, luckily, Landon Miller, who was a freshman last year, came in and, and did the job for us, and did a good job for us, uh, but we've had a, you know, really good, Quarterback battle. I just wish, I really wish we'd have had a normal preseason with scrimmages, you know, against other teams to help us, uh, you know, make that decision. But, you know, right now I would, I would feel comfortable with either one of those young men in the game. And, uh, you know, I'm really, really proud of Taven. I'm proud of Landon, too. I'm not trying to overshadow Landon. Landon's done a great job. But Taven's battled back and really has competed his butt off this fall.
0: And you were talking about evaluation of players in game situations. It hurts that you didn't have that. I mean, because that, that it does a lot of key, and now you're going to be in a game situation. You're going to find out one way or the other, I guess, and, and uh, I don't mean the hard yeah. way, but you know what I mean.
1: Well, we're going to find out, yeah. This, that was the biggest concern of mine when they came out with all the announcements was – and I understand why. I'm not trying to – you know, I know obviously want, you know, safety comes first. Uh, I just don't know how fair it is to throw these young men into a Friday night football game without uh, a realistic, you know, look and a scrimmage. A lot of teams, you know, that have 100 – kids on the roster, 110 kids on the roster can have a really good scrimmage look in practice. And we're just not right. We're not there right now. we got 68 kids on the roster. I've uh, got a lot of new faces. And uh, so when we go, you know, go our number one offense on our scout defense is not always a true look. It's not the look we're going to get against JP too. Uh, so that's what I worry about. And we've had a couple inter-squad uh, scrimmages. You know, my AD has told me to be careful about saying scrimmage. because It's been inter-squad scrimmages amongst ourselves and, You know, our kids, after three or four minutes where you could tell they were already gassed because you can't – I don't care how much you run them. We run them a lot. But you cannot replicate game speed. And that's where I feel like, uh, you know, tackling is going to be sloppy, I think. I think you're going to see a lot of sloppiness. But, you know, like you said at the start of the show, though, I'll take sloppy right now. I'll take whatever we can get.
0: Yeah, and and I guess it's that way for everybody, to be honest with you. Um, Matt, talk a little bit about uh, the defense and uh, uh, how you feel about uh, what's going on there on the defensive side of the ball.
1: Well, we got a chance to be good, I think, up front. Uh, you got Jeremiah Bailey returning our know, junior that really did, had a really, really good – I thought the second half of the season last year was a, really a difference maker on defense. And you got a kid in Jaden Marable who's just a sophomore, but he's going to be a Division one recruit. I mean, he's a big old kid that can run. Uh, so, you know, I think our defensive front could be good. At times we'll spell Zion Rucker up there. Zion Rucker's playing the right tackle on offense force as well, though. So, uh, we're going to have to sort of make a decision as far as, uh, you know, how much he plays on which side of the ball because – He's valuable to us. Um, B.J. Benthal and Aaron Carter, the outside backers, have done a great job. Aaron, you know, Aaron was a kid who had to quarantine. Uh, you know, he sort of fell in the quarantine thing, but we finally got him back uh, yesterday. So we're looking forward to having him back, and uh, you know, we're glad to have him back. Our secondary, I'm excited about our secondary. We return some kids. You know, you got Josh Jones, who was all region corner for us. You got Emerson, uh, Emerson Combs, returning to safety, who was a really good player for us, physical kid. Uh, we got a transfer in Jaden Johnson from Stewart's Creek. I'm excited about it. Corner, who's, who's done a really good job in the preseason. Uh, K.J. Whitney is a kid who he looks really good in his uniform. as a junior who really in the off offseason grew and got better in the weight room. and uh, Look forward to good things from him. So, you know, defensively, I think if we can stay healthy, I think we've got a chance to be pretty good on defense. Uh, you know, offensively, I didn't do a very good job covering our offense. Uh, but, you know, we got playmakers and, and uh, Jameer Eaton and Josh Jones and, uh, you know, Emerson Combs, K.J. Whitney, those guys will be a receiver. And, you know, I think offensively, Steve Williams has done a great job with our offense this offseason. we tweaked some things. And uh, I think it will help us be more explosive getting the ball uh, in our playmakers' hands a little bit better.
0: And let's talk a little bit about the offensive line. You know, that's always a concern. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, you got some kids coming back?
1: We got three. We got three that played a lot last year. Uh, Keller Williams at center. Uh, Who's that guy? Okay,
0: Keller Williams. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, he – yeah, bless his heart. He's got me on the um, practice field at home. So, feel sorry for him there a little bit. But, uh, uh, you got Matthew Keener. He returns. tackle. played a lot of tackle for us last year. Left tackle. who's a big old kid. a could be a college prospect. I got to get Matthew to be more consistently mentally tough, though. You know, he's a, he's got all the tools, you know, that you want in the offensive line. He's 6'5", six, six, six. Uh, You know, I guess I'm just guessing. I was waiting. I'm going to say about 270. And uh, that's a lean 270. So, could be a really explosive, great, good player. Uh, um Got Zion Rucker at tackle. Uh, got Mayo. I just went blank on Mayo's first name. I always call him Mayo, and I just went blank on the radio here. But uh, Mayo is playing guard force as a kid who played a lot force last year at guard and did a good job. And Darius Butler's a kid who uh, didn't play a lot last year but has, has had a really good off season, and he'll play guard force some as well. And so I think we're going to be solid up front on off the offensive line. Again, it's going to be, you know, I'm a offensive line coach from years ago, and I always wanted to have at least eight I felt good about, you know, and – Lane years, you want to at least have seven. Uh, so right now, I think the key for us is finding out who that seventh and eighth guy is going to be.
0: Depth always an issue. I, I did want to mention before I let you go, uh, Matt, uh, I saw pictures of Keller, and I could not believe. You talk about somebody that's been in the weight room. That that boy yeah. has spent some time there, had not he?
1: Yeah, yeah. As he, He's coming off an of injury. You know, he had uh, sort of a freak foot injury in the offseason that jumps tree to try to, you know – I've told him it's not very wise when you're a lineman, like, you know, like I am, like he is, to try to do backflips on trampolines. Yeah.
0: Uh, he, yeah.
1: He learned a hard lesson, but he's, he's a tough kid. I, you know, as a father, people, you know, I don't hear much of it because I don't listen to that stuff, but, you know, people think coaches, kids got it easy. They're wrong. Yeah, but they, but... they don't have it easy. And I'm just proud of him and his resiliency and how he's done for us. And, but like, I am all our, our players. You know, he's no different. i this group with Brady Collins, and I didn't mention Brady Collins. He's one of our inside linebackers. He's going to be a really good player for us. Brady uh, Brady Collins, Josh Jones, Emerson Combs, uh, you know, Jameer Eaton, all those kids I've watched play football since they were seven, eight years old and uh, with Keller. So, every group is special to me. It's smart enough but this group. Bob says is a special place, place in my
0: heart. Yeah, I got to be. You know those kids for a long, long time, since babies, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Matt, I'm going to let you go and uh, have a great uh, season and and just be safe and be be healthy and and uh, we that's what we wish for everybody. But also, um, let's play some football. I'm ready.
1: That's right, I am too, John. It's always good to talk to you and thank for y'all. Thanks for all y'all do for Haskell Sports. Yeah, man,
0: and also keep the beard. Keep the beard, (laughs)
1: all right? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: That's Matt Williams, head coach of the Smyrna Bulldogs. Always glad to talk to him. Up up next is Kit Hartsfield of the Blackman Blaze coming up here on the prentice Air Coach's Corner.